If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to the Thrilled Lights Podcast. This is episode 137. I don't know. 130 something ish. Uh, St. Patrick's Day edition. This is a special St. Patrick's Day edition. We're back from a couple weeks off. We, we, know, had... we know which listeners are not wearing green, and we're coming to pinch you right now. <laughs> yeah, on the cheek or worse. Is, is that why you're sitting we in don't the green know which, chair? We didn't exactly. specify which cheek we're going to pinch yeah. you. Uh, I am Eric Redvig, your host. We, as you heard, we have Mr. Damon Hatfield here. That's me. Yay. We have the always popular Hillary Goldstein. What's up, bitches? <laughs> I forgot. This is the first time I've been on when we've gone explicit now. It's so. explicit. Very you didn't have to say explicit. Explicit. So fuck all y'all. We all have right. special mood lighting just because we're explicit. <laughs> yes. And making his three red lights debut. And his have, IGN debut. And his IGN debut. Yeah. His first IGN podcast. We have Mr. Arthur. You don't have He's just Mr. Arthur. It's like yeah. I'm in high school all over again. <laughs> is it, was it guys, geese? It's yeah. geese, like geese? the flock of birds. All right. But all I've right. seen it. I've, people have spelled it glass. They've mistaken the I for an L. Gaia's. I've heard Gaia's. So uh, what I want to say first to our listeners, if you don't know what Arthur looks like, that's good. What we want is for you to email us at, what's our email address? Three oh, red lights at IGN.com, all one word. I want you to email us a drawing. Interpret After you're listening to the podcast today, yeah. give us an interpretation of what Arthur looks like based on his podcast performance. Yeah. Listen to his voice. Yeah. No fair Googling it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Don't true. Google it. you got to just go off the voice in the conversation and... Put together, you know, the, a picture of Arthur for us, and put a goose in the background. Yeah, mm. that works. Yeah. <laughs> so for those who don't know, um, we had a sad day yesterday. We had mm. a f- we had a few layoffs, um, but one of the benefits is that Arthur actually gets to come over uh, work on the IGN side, which we're pretty excited about. And you know, Arthur was working on Team Xbox for what about five months? Uh, since November, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's good for us. You know, strong Xbox background. We get more exactly. awesome Xbox coverage over here on IGN. 
Exactly, because I noticed that we definitely don't cover the Xbox enough on IGN, so it's well, good. Well, I mean, that. it's underdog, you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Microsoft hasn't been sending as many checks recently, so no, when true. they start sending more checks, we'll start covering more of their games. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, so welcome Spe- aboard, Arthur. Welcome to what is the Three Red Lights podcast. I don't think Arthur has probably ever listened to the Three Red Lights podcast, because we only have three listeners, yeah. and I oh, doubt you were one of, I doubt oh, you were no. one of them. No, I, don't, I mean, to be fair, I don't listen to very many gaming podcasts just because I spend so much time editing one. That uh, it sort of burns you out on listening to a lot of them. I hear you. I don't listen to them because I don't care. Oh well. For people who don't know, why don't you why don't you explain like the other podcasts that you're known for? Uh, I am one of the co-hosts of Rebel FM. We are a tiny, tiny internet podcast. That's um, I think it's a very big gaming podcast. Sh- Oh, but so no, expectations low. Let's say oh, expectations low. Well, trust me, the expectations for anybody on TRL are pretty it's low. Pretty low. So, oh, sweet. Yeah. Awesome. We yep. pretty pretty much have the worst podcast in the history of mankind. Yeah, Whatever. I this podcast is awesome. It is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah it's I, pretty good. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> wait, wait, you don't think it's a... true that it's good? <laughs> I don't think that it's the worst podcast. I've I've heard some uh, some gems. Well, just wait. We still got uh, an hour to go. Uh, <laughs> we're sweet. just getting started. We're just getting started. As you notice, we haven't actually talked about anything yet, and that's pretty much how we work. Yep. But Perfect Dark came out today. The, yes. That, what a segue there. That's good. Yeah. You're a professional. Perfect Dark XBLA, the, a remake of the N64 version. Yes. Uh, less, up, less upgraded fanfare. the visuals. What did you say? Less fanfare than I expected for that, actually. Just in terms of... From Microsoft like, or from Microsoft the fans? Or, people have been talking about that shit for years. Like, oh my god, when is Perfect Dark going to come out on Xbox Live? Uh, we saw pictures. We know it's there. And, and all of a sudden, Microsoft says a month ago, yep, coming out. Here's the date. That's true. You think Microsoft, especially to be able to even say, hey, we have another Rare game finally that people care about, like, they should be doing cartwheels and having explosions go off. And yeah. why isn't this part of, why didn't they hold it off and make it part of Summer of Arcade and do a bigger deal with it? Block party. Yeah, it's part oh, of the block party. Block party is terrible. Like, I feel like Microsoft still looks at uh, Xbox Live Arcade as this kind of, like, value added for the hardcore gamers, and it's not something that they really promote to the casual gamers, which is funny because the, the, uh, the library there is very casual friendly, but they don't promote it. They don't put the marketing budget behind anything on the XBLA. It's kind of – they never expect a game to sell a million copies on the XBLA ever. Well, they, that, that is totally out of the question. They'll never put the marketing be- budget behind it. Let's be fair though. I mean what's, what is the potential for that to happen? Because if Liberty City Stories like, or the Grand Theft Auto DLC can't move that many downloads, then what will really? Yeah. I mean it's not going to be Toy yeah. Soldiers. Well, yeah. Toy Soldiers is okay, though. Yeah, That's no, I, I mean, gassing toys is always fun. <laughs> well, do you think that it's a bad thing that they have? I mean, you know, we were all excited a couple years ago when they said, hey, we're going to have a release every week, mm-hmm. you know, and they've kept consistent with that, mm-hmm. you know, for yeah. the most part. But do you think that actually hurts it? Because, like, let's be honest, I mean, even this summer block or the spring block party is not very exciting. They really, oh, the, the time when they have the great games is a five week period in the summer in when August, they do yeah. the summer of arcade. That is when they've always put out like their major stuff. And that's even. when they actually market it too. That's yeah. when they put some advertising out there. Yeah, mm. I mean, if you think about it, what were the games of, of last year, the great XBLA games? Explosion Man, you'd say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shadow, Shadow Complex. Complex. Of I mean, these were all games that came out in Summer of Arcade. The year before, you know, Castle Crashers, Summer of Arcade, Braid, like sure. Braid, Summer of Arcade. So, like, they don't have, they just don't have the support. I mean, it's kind of weird that this, it's been a successful thing, XBLA. Yeah, it but it doesn't yeah. seem to have the support of great 
games for the yeah. rest of the year. There you know? are some great yeah, games. They come, some, they come yeah, out here and there. Peggle, did, Peggle wasn't part of Summer of yeah. Arcade, but you know. Microsoft, stuff like that comes along. For Microsoft sure. has just struggled with messaging for their entire downloadable platform. Like indie games is a good example of something that yep. they're sort of still trying to figure out, even though it's gone through a few different name changes. And it was pretty you know. exciting when it was called XNA Community Games. I mean, yeah. Yeah. that's well, that was thrilling. That's only yeah. something I want to play. <laughs> there are lots of interesting ways to say XNA Community Games. I feel uh, like they they just are too timid to throw their full weight behind it, and they kind of know <laughs> that they're not getting big returns on it, so they don't want to lose money. So they kind of are very reserved about how much marketing dollars they're willing to throw at it. Well, it's a shame because of the three consoles and their digital distribution platforms, the Xbox Live Arcade is by far the most successful. Yeah. I guess compared to PSN and WiiWare. Yeah. And you have to imagine, I mean, Xbox Live is now in the cloud. They have, you know, the uh, XNA indie games are built on this platform that is very flexible and can, you know, they can update it and they can add features. You have to imagine that all this stuff is going to carry on beyond the life of the 360. But Xbox Live Arcade games are going to be playable outside of your 360. They're, they're already adding stuff to phones. Whatever the next Xbox console is, you're going to be able to play those games there. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it, it's a better investment now for the long-term viability of their platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Better be forwards compatible. Oh, if, yeah. There's going to be so many angry people if it's I not. Have, man, I must have like 100 Live Arcade games. If that shit isn't playable on the next Xbox, there will be hell to pay. Yeah. yeah. I will rant on a message board about it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have to kind of think that the fact that they're now announcing that, you know, Xbox Live is the platform for Windows 7 mobile stuff, that it's sort of, that is what they're moving towards. Like, Mm -hmm. that thing where it's disconnected from being, you know, tied to a console so that when they move on, you know, with whatever, Xbox 720, whenever that happens, that they would actually be able to kind of bring that stuff with them. Are you confirming that it's called the Xbox 720? Do you have inside info? Yes, I do. Uh, Microsoft (laughs) does not know how to market anything, so they will pick the dumbest name possible. That's probably true, yeah. Yeah. I still have yet to see my, my I don't they understand. They should call it the game sphere. Why why doesn't my <laughs> why doesn't my three sixty come on a wheel or something where it just yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. spins? I mean why I still don't understand why it's called a three sixty. What does it do? <laughs> I mean, three sixty in that I buy from a store, it breaks, I have to send it out and then get it back. That's yeah. sort of like a yeah. three hundred sixty circular, circular yeah. thing, but don't fight jump in, Hillary. <laughs> jump in. Jump in. in. Yeah. What am I jumping into? The three sixty experience. Don't, yeah, don't question don't it. Think Jump about in. It. Water balloons. <laughs> oh, if you want bad marketing, too, the, mar- the marketing that is going to come um, – this is unfortunate. For Natal. I, well, not just Natal, but Natal and the move, I think. Oh, it's yeah. going to be the most obnoxious like commercials we're going to see Should we talk about the move? Fall. Sure, why sure, not? Yeah, of course. Did you, did you see the Sony press conference? Uh, I did there? not see the Sony press conference because I work for Team Xbox. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I, I read the coverage, and I, I have a lot of friends in press who played it, including uh, my good friend Anthony Gallegos. Uh, and people seemed a little underwhelmed. Um, yeah. I didn't I talk to anybody dumb. that was impressed with yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think Greg kind of hit the nail on the head in his – we did a roundtable impressions of it. And he said, you know, I don't understand what this offers to the casual gamer that, that already has a Wii. You know, his his mom has a Wii. She picks it up. She plays with it. She doesn't care about going and investing in a whole new console f- with HD graphics to get a slightly improved version of what the Wii already has. But let me ask this important question. Does Greg's mom have a dildo? 
Because I'm saying that if she's looking for motion control and a dildo and it doesn't one. have the money to buy both, she can get one package for under $100, which I believe means $99.99. Yeah. Uh, you know, On top of the good. price of a, of a PS3. Yeah, and yeah. that's yes. the rub. So you're I talking mean, about 400 bucks here. Like the Wii, the Wii seems like it has a low barrier to entry because it's the cheapest console, kind of, if you don't count the arcade. But then they start really nailing you on controllers. But you oh, don't yeah. realize that until you start getting nailed mm-hmm. on controllers. Whereas the PS3, it's like $300 plus camera plus controllers plus controllers plus controllers. It just feels like a lot more. But mm-hmm. I, I think that the Nintendo, though, they, they have some kind of thing built in where people don't mind the money that they waste on it. The Nintendo like, it, reality it, distortion. But it is, it is true because, you know, we, I was just somebody in the office today, Christine, had just said, oh, I just got a DSi. And I was like, oh, I haven't bought one yet. But the reason why I haven't bought a DSi yet is because I have actually bought like four DSs at this point in my life. Because mm-hmm. it's like a different color comes out. I'm like, oh, that's kind of uh, cool. I like or, that color. Like I lose one. I mean, it's like people don't seem to mind the fact that they keep spending 170 bucks on DS. Because I know a bunch of people in the office who own multiple DSs and have mm-hmm. like gone through them and upgraded and then gotten a DSi. And mm-hmm. some people will probably buy the extra large piece of shit. I actually um, like the XL. Oh, it's terrible. That thing is awful. How pissed off are people going to be that bought the XL when they announce a new DS at E3? Oh, of course. Uh, the same. Yeah, the yeah. same amount of anger that they had when people bought the Game Boy Micro, which was yeah. none. Well, people yeah. went and bought the Game Boy Micro, and a month later, they're no. like, here's the DS. No, see, you mix By that the way, GBA stuff is totally obsolete. It's actually the amount of people that bought a Game Boy Micro is none. Uh, <laughs> Mark Ryan's got one. And yeah. Craig Harris There's has couple, like four. A couple people, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no. But so, for some reason, Nintendo can always get away with that stuff. And Nintendo and Apple can get away with, mm. like, yeah. they, the people will just buy no matter what. But Microsoft... Can't, that that stuff doesn't seem to fly. Though people do seem to keep buying 360s even after there's brick. Yeah, it's so you strange. Know? Sony could never get away with that either. You know? I, See, with me, weird. though, with the 360, when it breaks, I'm like, I mean, one, I have to have one for, for work. But on top of that, I'm like, man, I've got, you know, 80 Xbox Live Arcade games. I've got 40,000 achievement points. Mm-hmm. I can't give up on the 360 now. I mean, the I'm thing so with invested. The, three, the thing with the 360, though, it's like it breaks, and then you get a new three-year warranty for the only thing that they ever break from. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, God, now I'm without my system again. I think I I did the math for a Team Xbox column. Sad face. Uh, and I haven't had my 360 for 15 weeks of travel time. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. I'm on number nine right now. Wow. Yeah. Nine. That's, that's pretty good. I think I'm on three or four. I'm on four. I'm on four too. I think. Yeah. And now there might be a new Xbox 360 this year, like yeah, a, a redesigned 360. Rumors of a of a slim 360 really? circulating they in the net right now. Seem pretty legit. Looking at interesting. Looking at message boards, which are clearly a very reliable source of yes. information. Mm-hmm. But it um, makes it makes absolute sense yeah. that you would redesign it, package it in with, with the tall, the tall. to give people who already own a 360 a reason to go, oh, that looks cool. I want to own that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people who haven't bought it yet. Yeah. They get the Natal with it. So. And to sell new hard drives. Yeah, yeah. It well, that's the thing. Like the old like, hard drives will fit the new one. Yeah, they'll have, they'll have to let you transfer everything over, but make it like the bigger. I will they? Well, <laughs> to get me on board. That's what they <laughs> yeah, need to exactly. Do. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the stuff that's a pain in the ass. Though it's all their DRM stuff drives me crazy because yeah. it's like. I mean, it, they, they do have, like, a process where you can go onto Xbox.com and one by one actually move the rights over to a new mm-hmm. console. Mm-hmm. But I, I, first, how do the, these jerks not have a friggin' 
click all. So I own a bunch of rock no, band can. tracks. Do that. You, you can't click you all. You can just like, reassociate all of your. I think your they added that. Did they just add that? Okay. Because last also, time I did it, I was actually checking every single. It's terrible. And, and then you had to re-download everything. You can actually look at your entire download queue on Xbox.com now and like just tell it, "We'll add this to my queue on my 360." Like nice. a list <laughs> with a mouse. You know, a decent interface device for that kind of shit. Nice. I wish they would take a page out of Sony's book and allow you to have one piece of downloadable content associated with five gamer tags. Never happened. Sony does that, and it's awesome. And now it's or, making or iTunes or pretty much any yeah. other thing. It's that making no, yeah. close that loophole. I thought. I be, I believe you're allowed to do it with multiple. It's still I, multiple. They, it's not yeah. infinite, but Sony yeah. allows you to do multiple. I, I, I thought I read a story like a few months ago that people were, were sad because Sony was closing that loophole. Because I definitely exploited that loophole when I got my PS3 finally last year. The, the problem with Microsoft's thing is really coming to head now, though, because you're, you're starting to get companies like EA, which is doing this, we want you to buy everything new. So every single game comes with some code, you know, the Cerberus Network with, mm-hmm. with Mass Effect, the VIP thing with, with uh, Bad Company. And... If you're a parent out there and you buy a game for and you have multiple kids, you buy the game. Only one of the kids gets to to experience the downloadable content. The other one who has got a gamer tag is like, "Ah, here to use the code. Can I have fifteen bucks, Dad?" And, you're, and the dad's like, "What? I don't understand games." Well, every gamer tag on the system you originally <laughs> That's downloaded. How my dad I, don't, I don't know about this dad. He like waves his arms in the air. He's yeah. in a gruff voice. I mean, when He's you download it on okay. on one three sixty, every gamer tag on that system can use it, which is like, which is how you can actually get. DLC on two different systems. Like, if you put if you your start gamer tag, the system, yeah. no, like you take your gamer tag on a memory card, yeah. and you take it to someone else's system and download DLC on that, and then take your memory card back. Anybody on that system can play that DLC. If you didn't download it on another one, no. If you if have you, your gamer tag still on there, no, no. It's whatever console it's downloaded downloaded on first. Any gamer tag can play right, on that first, console. Yeah. And then if you go to your console and download it, you can play it on that one as well as long as you're online. So okay. two people can play the same license. As long as you're online. And if that sounds complicated, that is how annoying it is to do that, which is why no <laughs> one does. Yeah. And you have to be online, and every now and then Xbox Live goes right, offline, and you're screwed. Yeah. All right, let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> we talked about the move. How, what kind of competition do you think the move will give Natal? I think the move is giving more competition to the Wii. I don't think it's yeah. really directly competing with Natal as much. I think Nintendo has the advantage of being something really new. It's it feels different. very new, yeah. yeah. Whereas it feels the like move is just like, it's the Wii HD. There's a strategy behind Nintendo. We don't know what that is, but Microsoft seems very determined that they have a strategy behind Nintendo and they're going to stick to it. Do you think Nintendo will just put out a uh, new peripheral attachment that is just like a colored bulb that you can put on, on your Wiimote to counteract the Sony move? I don't think Nintendo gives a shit. They're just like, yeah, you know no. what? We make 150 bucks on every Wii we sell because it's made on parts from 1973. They'll yes. do the same thing they do every time, which is they'll drop the price by like 50 bucks and release a new color and people will rebuy that shit. Yep. How, like, there are people with multiple Wiis. Those people are very fortunate. <laughs> That's a penis joke. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're already talking about GDC. So the, GDC, I thought, was boring as could be. Super and, boring. And one of the reasons is that there was an epic games press conference, and there had been rumors for a while that they were going to announce Gears of War 3, mm. and instead they, and they did not announce anything. They showed APB? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Which is never coming to 360. Yeah. Never. I've, Absolutely At this point, I think people will be excited that it might come to PC. Yeah. Until they see it. Oh. Yeah, that game sounds awesome, and then it looks not so awesome. 
the animations and like the interactions between the characters when they showed the live demo of it, I was completely underwhelmed. I was so excited about that game, and then they're like, "And here's how it plays," and you see like some cars kind of like moving jankly, and a guy. Ah, it just doesn't look very. I good. would I would rather than bring the classic arcade game APB to Xbox Live Arcade. I don't know if you guys remember that. You'd, oh yeah, you had I a steering that. wheel, you drove a police car, and you had to pull people over, and then you had to go back and refuel at the station. It was mm-hmm. great. So they you could the pull donuts on screen. I think that game only looks better when you see Damon actually doing like his <laughs> driving, like <laughs> mannerisms. Yeah, oh, we need video podcasts. It's, it's a good radio joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I mean. This GDC, though, right, so no Gears announcement, and Microsoft, no presence whatsoever. They had had a Fable Fable. 3 thing where they really showed almost nothing new. And they talked about Windows Live for phones. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. I actually kind of want one because I wanted to get achievement points. And then in Mix, they showed the the Netflix streaming working on the live phones, Yeah, which is pretty amazing. But it was a quiet show overall for them, and that's considering that every GDC prior for the last five years, they've always done a big deal with the Xbox, yeah. mm-hmm. um, like including showing out the system, announcing Gears of War 2 two years ago, and like this year is just sort of nothing. Why do you think Microsoft just pulled out? I mean, not even to ha- – to, they didn't have a keynote. They didn't do a press conference. I think – well, they did their big X10 event, which they, they, they brought just... back this year mm-hmm. for, after scaling it, the X event for down for years. And I think they didn't really have a whole lot to show because they're saving Natal for, for E3. They don't. I don't think they want to announce Gears Three until after Halo Reach comes out. Which is surprising. Mm. I just figured I, it, maybe they don't want Gears to distract from Natal, or they have just so much stuff coming out this fall, like they have to juggle the Reach launch, which is going to be huge, mm-hmm. with the Natal launch, which is right. going to be huge. So how many huge things can you watch? And do you really want people thinking about Gears 3 when the message is, hey, check out Natal and Halo? Yeah. Yeah. And and the other thing I heard from people in the industry was that it seems like this year is when people realized, okay, E3 isn't going away, so we don't need to worry about, like, cramming all this other stuff in every other show we can find, which might also be why PAX East is a total clusterfuck. Mm -hmm. Like, no one knows what's going to be there. Nothing is going yeah, to I don't be think there. Anything's going Not to be even there. people who work at the company showing stuff at PAX East know what's going to be there yet. Yeah. So, so uh, everybody should know, by the way, if you're going to be in Boston next week, where does it start on the 25th? Uh, 20, 26th. 26th. Yeah. Uh, we will have 45 IGN editors uh, in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, our very own Damon Hatfield. That's me. Uh, Greg Miller. Our new very own Arthur Geese. Uh, Anthony Gallegos. Uh, and Scott Bromley. Who does all of our Facebook videos? If you are not on our Facebook page, by the way, you're missing out on a ton of funny inter-office videos, or at least three or four. Funny. Yeah, three or four funny. <laughs> yeah, and then a bunch of like really sad dumb ones. Unless you like Final Fantasy, in which case you might be upset. That's true. Bromley is not a Final Fantasy fan. No, yeah. I don't want to play that. I need to get to that game. I don't know when I'm gonna have I like time. It. I started Man. playing it, and like like I heard people complain about the 360 version, but it looks fine on 360. People just love to complain. No, I took the PS3 version. Yeah, I took the PS3 version. I just wanted the achievements. Is all it definitely yeah, looks that's better why I'm doing it. It was I. The, I'll admit the horror part of me was struggling with that decision. Yeah. But I'm going with achievements. I, I don't care. That thousand achievements behind. It may look better on PS3, but you know what? My LCD TV from four years ago is aging <laughs> so much now that it, that <laughs> if you look a little bit better on PS3, you're looking the same as let's, it is on let's 360. Be, let's be honest. Your eyesight is going, Eric, and you yeah, can't. It's everything. True. It's true. All the textures are blurry for you. Every everything looks like a Dreamcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is when probably starts, heaven for you. Yeah, it's heaven. amazing. This is what I've wanted my whole life. When it starts looking like an N64 game is when you should go to the doctor. Yeah. Arthur, let me ask you this. Dreamcast, uh, great console or greatest console? Great console. 
Wrong answer. Wrong answer. <laughs> Man, I was uh, Dreamcast day one. I went to like three different stores to find a VMU. Like you do not understand how much Dreamcast Kool-Aid I drank. Blue Stinger was my first Dreamcast game. Oh, God. Yeah. And so, I convinced so myself that it was fun. There's a lot of Sega fanboys yeah. that have told yeah. me Blue Stinger is good, but I remember it's it it no. it broken. No, that, that, it's it's not play. I don't I don't know. Did you finish it? Because I, I oh, actually I couldn't finish it because it was just so broken. I finished it like where you start turning into a monster and then you fire fire Spoilers. missiles. It like this. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Half Beetlejuice... of the fun about the, talking about the Dreamcast is there were so many bad games, so many bad games, but there were so many exclusive Dreamcast bad games that only appeared on that system. Only on Dreamcast. And unless you're a hardcore Sega crazy fanboy, you you have no clue what these games are. I insisted the Power Stone was awesome. Power Stone, Power Stone is Stone. awesome. Uh, wait, wait. wait. Power Stone, Power Stone 1 or Power Stone 2? Power Stone 1. Oh, high five right there. Eric, Eric insists that Power Stone 2 is better, but Four he's the players. only person. 2v2 is awesome. Uh, I, think I, I think I played them both and liked them both. I mean, they're fun for like half an hour like when you're I played friends, Power Stone 2 for an entire year. There's no, no <laughs> That's more than half an By the way, yeah. if, if, you like, if you're curious about Power Stone 1 and 2, you can actually get like the combo pack on PSP. I know this is an Xbox show, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but it can show you the potential of. I, I don't know why Capcom isn't putting a bunch of the Dreamcast just games on XBLA. On XBLA. I mean, the problem with it on on PSP Choo-choo is Rocket that it's a multiplayer. Yeah, I know. Why is it? It's that a happened? no-brainer. There's, I mean, yeah. there was talk last year, right, that Sega is looking at putting Dreamcast games out on like the virtual console. Yeah, so. there still is talk and rumor, and we'll see. But I'm sure that they'll pick the games nobody wants. Yep. I mean, I'm, I, I hate they'll, to say they'll it. They'll lead with Sonic Adventure. Sonic Adventure. Like, oh, I can't terrible. wait to go back and play Big Success. Sort of sounds like Sega's release plan for everything now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Choo Choo Rocket just seems. I mean, that's like the absolute no-brainer. Like, it's not even on iPhone. I mean, yeah. it's like the it's like such a great simple four-player party yeah. game. I don't know that the iPhone is capable of Choo Choo Rocket. It is. It'll just have a slow down. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Just like the original. I played Street Fighter 4 on iPhone last week, so. Oh, well, I have an iPhone 3G, and it just said uh, nothing. Oh. Every, it, like, Pagel barely works. Just, every time you ex- blow up anything, it's just like. It doesn't have Ode to Joy. It does have Ode that's to all, Joy. That's all really needs. Yeah. That's the Pagel money shot. Yeah. I drive my wife crazy because she'll be watching TV while I play Pagel, and then I actually turn the volume back on as soon as I get Ode to Joy. I just <laughs> stop it. I'm like, it's Ode to Joy. You got I mean, that's what makes the game so yeah. good. The greatest thing about Pagel for Live Arcade is that if you were playing a custom soundtrack in the background while you're playing, it will cut out and oh, stop for Ode to Joy that's to play. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's cool. awesome. That was my main concern. That's very awesome. Yeah. If, if I had to have Dreamcast games on on. XBLA. If you had to, yeah. If I could, if you got the joy. If I, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I was forced to, now, um, Choo Choo Rocket would be my number one. I think um, uh, Jet Set Radio uh, would be up there. I think Crazy Taxi one and two as like a combo pack would be mm-hmm. good. Uh, the Offspring definitely need the help. This is this is Sega we're talking about. There's no way that'd be a pack. I know. No. Uh, yeah. So Crazy Taxi two is actually better than one, but I'll take either one that I can get. I didn't really get into two that much. I like to. Um, what was the the zombie? Was it Zombie Hunter? It was like the House of the Dead side story. It was the third person oh, arcade yeah. beat 'em up. What was that? That was not good. No, it wasn't. Man, but it needs to be there just because. You should know we played through back through most of the majority of Dreamcast games a couple years ago. They don't ago. hold up, right? they, they no, don't hold up mean, very well. <laughs> Dreamcast is great for nostalgia, but honestly, that was like just another example of Sega tearing itself apart across the Pacific. Yeah. They need Should to put Power Stone, Power Stone 3. They need an all-new one. Yeah, Power Stone 3 would be Capcom really great. Capcom needs to get on that. Yeah, that would be pretty big. Anyway, the Dreamcast should have been called the Katana. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. That was probably its biggest failing. Yeah. 
It was the Dreamcast. Its second biggest fun. failing was that nobody bought it. <laughs> my favorite thing about my, my favorite thing about the Dreamcast. So I was in our uh, UK office like a month ago, and uh, actually the head of our whole international business is like a huge uh, gamer, even though he's like this like in a suit executive, like over forty guy. But um, Chris Ellis. <laughs> so he. Weird. But you go into his office and he like opens up this cabinet and he just has like all these vintage like. Uh, game machines like he has like a centipede uh atari 2600 still in the package like i mean he's like hardcore he, he's hardcore but he has a dreamcast and i noticed that the dreamcast in the uk actually has a different colored swirl than in the u.s and i'm it's like only say would purple? waste their money yeah. i think it's purple yeah yeah now, only Sega would waste their money to have a different color on every swirl. Because that, that, was, that was what it was <laughs> it's thinking more stylishly in europe yeah. than it was over here <clears throat> uh maybe we should talk about the 360 anything else happening well, and is anybody disappointed that they didn't announce Gears Three? I'm not a Gears fan, so it I, doesn't matter to me. I, I honestly, I, I think that I, I expected them to, to at least allude to Gears. But then, I mean, Epic just shit on in everyone's cereal, saying we're not releasing a game this year, so you can just wait till next April, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's the rumor, yeah. yeah. That's the rumor. Though, I mean, the, so I, I don't know about that rumor because the last I heard. The spring is when they're the game being developed that they're they're making called up from uh, the guys who make uh, people, people can, can fly. fly. Mm. That is supposed to be they, like last time I talked to somebody, they were like, "It's about 18 months out," which would actually, from when I talked to them, would put it in the spring. So I, I don't know if those gears rumors are true or if the people can fly game is coming out later. Are we more upset? Or if people though, can fly is making the gears game. But... Are we more upset though that Epic did not announce another Shadow Complex game? I'm more upset about that. Yes. I'm, I'm actually really surprised that we haven't heard something about a sequel, in fact. I know that was successful. And so. especially since, you know, uh, Donald Mustard, head of chair, the guys that made uh, Shadow Complex, did – he was one of he the final talks yep. mm-hmm. at I GDC. Yeah. Shadow Complex didn't surface until GDC of last year, and Epic had not, like, secured the rights to, E3 to publish of, uh, that. E3 of last year, actually. I, I, they were running around showing Shadow Complex on an iPhone to yeah. people yeah. at yeah. GDC yeah. last year. And then they showed it to Epic, and then Epic was like, stop showing this to everyone. So maybe we you'll get you. Shadow Complex on iPhone now that they've got <laughs> Unreal Engine now. 3 running yeah. on iPhone. Nice. Um, that wouldn't be bad. I, we did get to see Deus Ex. I don't know that really handle that well, though. Ah, Street, Fighter, Street Fighter was surprisingly playable on a 3GS. I, that should be on a, the box yeah, cover. Surprisingly, surprisingly playable. playable. I, I expected it to be garbage, and I was doing dragon punches. <laughs> I like... expected it to be garbage. <laughs> IGN.com. <laughs> Team Xbox. Team Xbox. Um, we got to see Deus Ex last week, actually, yeah, like a tiny yeah. bit. And what tiny bit I saw got me really excited for Deus Ex. So I'm the only one, aren't I? No, no there's I, some other. I, Ryan I, Geddes is really excited. No, I, I like Deus Ex 1 a lot. I hated Deus Ex 2 so much that I can't really get excited until I actually see the game and know Deus Ex 2 be. is I, such a disaster. Man, maybe it's some weird Stockholm Syndrome when like, you're buying games and you can only buy one once in a while and you're like, this game is okay. But no, I, I didn't hate Deus Ex Invisible War. I, I tried to like it because wow. I didn't have many games and I couldn't. Wait, did you play the first Deus Ex? I did. Okay. I did. Um, and I've actually tried to go back and play Deus Ex again, but goddamn, that game does not hold up visually. And I know that that's a shitty thing to say, but it's hard. How, how <laughs> dare you say It's hard to go back to Unreal, like the original yeah. Unreal Engine. Um, but I don't know. There were some cool ideas in Deus Ex, like the AI-driven rock star. But uh, Deus Ex 3 looks really cool. Like, they only showed a tiny bit of the game, but... The trailer maybe, was pretty sweet. Maybe I'm an old jaded gamer, but I, I actually... D- don't get really very excited for games until I actually see them in person, and sometimes even until I play them. Yeah, 
Like, because I've just had too many times now where it's like the, a debut trailer gets you excited and then it, the game turns out to be crap. What has got me excited, though, I will say, uh, I, I say game of the first half of this year, uh, Halo Reach Beta. <laughs> that multiplayer trailer is so good. Sweet. Jetpacks. 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 That, that's actually, that trailer got, has, uh, it's been a long time since the trailer got me super excited for something, but like that. Halo Reach beta trailer got me really excited to play that game. So Bungie made this whole big ordeal with when Halo 3 was coming out about they were they were joking about it, but it turned into a big ordeal, of course, about how the X button was going to change everything. <laughs> and they had their stupid equipment, which everybody ended up hating pretty much. But now I didn't hate equipment. I just hated going back and forth between Call of Duty 4 and that, and trying to reload and throwing out like a disruptor that's or always, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's always our team. Yeah, bubble shield. Come on, that was not really a great. Great thing. And then now they're they're evolving that into you know jetpacks and sprinting, and that now it looks like finally the ch- the change between Halo One and Two gameplay wise for the multiplayer was pretty big. Mm-hmm. You know they, they got rid of fall damage, all these di- different changes to the weapons and everything. The changes from Halo Two to Halo Three were not very big. They were they were they were pretty minimal. And now it looks like Halo Reach is going to be an entirely new Halo evolution again, well, which I'm pretty excited about. So I haven't seen this trailer. Explain these jetpacks to me. That sounds very you interesting. You have jetpacks. Yeah. You can get you, a jetpack. You, that you, right. that you jump great. and don't stop. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, so they showed a few of the, yeah. the new, what they're calling armor abilities, uh-huh. which is replacing the equipment and replacing things like uh, picking up active camo. Now you'll be able to have an armability of active camo where you, it'll re- recharge and you can reuse it multiple times. And just so you understand, so, uh, you know, Halo 3 was using equipment one time, one and Gone. done. This is now, like, when you pick up the equipment, you it's can keep, it, it recharges yeah. so you can keep using it, but mm-hmm. you can only have one loaded in at a time, so you'd have to swap out for something So else. the ones they've shown so far, they have active camo, so invisibility. They showed a um, kind of an overshield one where you can temporarily activate, like, a kind of like a extra buff. So they showed a guy getting hit by a vehicle and not dying because he activated that. There's a little personal bubble shield, I think, where someone crouched and activated it mm-hmm. and it came up around him. And then there was um, the jetpack and, and sprinting. Yeah, sprinting. That's A lot of people seem excited about sprinting. I think it's cool because there's so many times where you play Halo 3 and you're you're just like caught out in a field and there's snipers everywhere and you're just annoyed. And now you'll be able to actually, you know. I think a lot of the stuff they zip across it, open areas, especially with the loadout stuff. Like it just seems like it's going to play in very well for all the objective-based games. Mm-hmm. I mean, like honestly, a jetpack changes everything when yes. you're playing a game like a one bomb type game. Yeah. I mean, even if they didn't add new modes, which I mean they show off like five new modes in that trailer. But even if they didn't add new modes, just adding things like a jetpack or a sprint, like just thinking about what that's going to do for a capture the flag game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like those implications mm-hmm. are, are pretty awesome. And thinking about and now they're adding new modes. Like I mean, you just think about whatever you have flying overhead. If I have a jetpack now, I'm going to be able to do skyjacks, which are, that's going to be awesome. Like yep. I mean, there's there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to happen with that. You're also going to have stuff if they keep man cannons in there, and you know I've got a jetpack and Go I see. Off. Somebody the man cannon, off the man cannon. The jetpack. Or if I see somebody launch off the man cannon, I just like hit up with my jetpack and actually catch him unawares. Yeah. Getting like, the the uh, the brute hammer, yeah, the gravity hammer and the jetpack is going to be awesome. So that you people are flying through the air and you can fly up and just bat. Them. Well, I'm going to hate it, you online yeah. already. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be. Uh, I'm so excited for it. It's, it's going to be cool. When does that start? Uh, May third. May third. You know what you're but, not going to see in Reach are kill streaks. One thing GDC is good for is developers kind of taking taking shots at other developers. And I went to the the Halo Three design panel, uh, and flat out the uh, I think it was uh, Jamie Griezmann said uh, kill streaks are bad game design. 
So don't expect to see kill streaks in your Halo Reach and some other. That's fine by me. Choice yeah. bits. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. May's gonna be awesome. Yeah, May is uh, I think April and May. Yeah. So it's yeah, like Splinter Cell in, in April. A- a- April you get Splinter Cell in the middle, and then uh, May is doesn't the Mario Galaxy come out in May? Yeah. Yep. Red Dead Redemption. Red, yep. Alan Wake. Halo Beta. Oh yeah. Halo Beta. I forgot about Alan Wake. Oh my god. Yeah. It's awesome. May's yeah. like the May's, new, May's the new November. Yeah, yeah. May is gonna be friggin' amazing. And then you have E three in June, and then July you get Crackdown too. It's like the cherry on top. This year is ridiculous. This year is so good, yeah. And you know that That's Microsoft's great. gonna announce one major hardcore game at E three coming out this year because it's just what they've been doing for the last couple of years. And they're also gonna announce one game from Rare. That's going to be casual focus, and yeah. everyone's going to slap their face. It's going to be in the tall game. I'm ready yeah. for my new Viva Pinata. I love Viva Pinata. I like Viva Pinata. I am not lying at all. No, I'm not. I love that. I don't, yeah, lots of people like Viva yeah. Pinata. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah, it's well, true. That's probably yeah. true. Well, the problem is, is that got... they made a hardcore game and then tried to market it yeah. like, to as kids. a casual yeah. thing. I, I, the they thing told is... us up front it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, yeah. yeah. But then like you've got people like Anthony Gallegos making like little Pinata concentration camps, like the Pinata Gulag. <laughs> Where it's like a machine, it's factory farming of pinatas. That game is creepy though, too. When you uh, start playing yeah. those those pinatas, first of all, they're all incestual. If yes. you start breeding them, they're all just brothers and sisters. It's more disturbing when they go cross <laughs> that, species. Yeah, there's there's interspecies sex going on. There's incest going on, and then when you kill one, they all start eating it. So there's cannibalism going on. And the the, the screams, the excited screams of small children. Yeah, as you beat a pinata. You to beat death a pinata to death with a shovel, yeah. and then they go, yeah. <laughs> and run over and eat it, and you're like, ah, oh, it's creepy. Yeah. Did you ever see the combination of the swan and the pig? Yeah. That that's like cross-eyed and walks with a limp. Yeah, yeah. I like God Viva Pinata. God bless Viva Pinata. God bless Rare and their retarded pig jokes. I like Banjo too. I know you like Banjo a lot. Oh yeah, man. yeah. Uh, I like Nuts and Bolts a lot. Mm-hmm. That game was good. Uh, I don't know. Aren't they supposed to be working on Joyride though? No, no, that's not. No, that's that's not else. Rare. Okay, that's just an Avatar game. Yep. Here's the other thing. How long ago was Joyride announced? How could that game possibly take this long to come out with? I, I mean, know. it's just a crappy racing game that uses your avatars. <laughs> I, Why I think it... it might be finished and they just have no clue what to do with it now. They're like, do we just release it? What? Summer of Arcade. What do we do? Uh, it's supposed to be free, though. We were, and then yes. you're supposed to buy like new tracks and yeah. stuff. Game Room is also coming out this month. And game I think room is that next that's week, yeah. sort of their experiment with that. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, that'll be very interesting to see how that works. The game room stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm not too thrilled about it. I would be thrilled if there were like uh, if arcade games started being released that we hadn't seen yet. Like, yeah, you know. I kind of feel like I went through and got a lot of my nostalgic fix with the original XBLA games. Yeah, I don't. I'm ready for new stuff. Yeah, yeah, I get disappointed yeah. now when I see just like the here's straight a quick port, port stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, here's Defender, and it's just like, yeah, how about you give me another Pac-Man Championship Edition and stop doing that? Yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah I would agree with that. It's like I think Pac-Man Championship sort of broke just it. Killed where, it. Yeah. And, and I thought the Galaga remake was pretty cool that's too. Pretty cool. It, it wasn't as yeah, good. No, not as good, but, but still. But it was still fun. fun. But yeah. so it's like at that point, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to settle for like, oh, here's your same old here's crap. Here's Galaga like, again. But, yeah. Take take it a step further. Like I definitely want somebody to come up with another Pac Man Championship Edition. Well, Which, by the way, well, is they need one to of the worst like games showed... on iPhone. I should warn anybody who ever thinks about buying it. Yeah, it is terrible. But they just showed Pac Man Pac Man Battle Royale at uh, an Atari event in uh, right. Or, not Atari. Namco. They, they were teasing it too on, yeah. online. So we should. Looks like a multiplayer. But they had like an. Type it was like a, a cocktail edition. arcade cabinet. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if it's something that they're playing to like actually. Br- 
you know, put out in like bars and stuff. Get to hook your Game Boy Advance up to control it. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> get to do that. Yeah. They, they need to do like we'll a, they need to do a new version of Frogger that's great, like yeah. super fast paced, oh, like Pac Man. Dude, the the new version of Frogger that came out on PSN and we were last year. No, was it was God awful. Awful. It was so terrible. Yeah, but well, don't trust Konami to do anything right <laughs> by their old games. That's an unfortunate truth. I'm waiting for Rock Revolution Two. Yeah, who's with me? Um, I'll be much too busy with Power Gig. Yeah, I know. There's, we should talk. We should mention Power Gig. This yeah, what do you, no, did you really saw it, Dan? Yeah, what I, do you think of Power Gig? Uh, Explain what it is know. for people who aren't. This aware. is a new band game coming out this year to 360 and PS3, except that it uses real instruments. Were you in on this? Demo? Yes, You're yes, in I there was. Too. So real, it has a real guitar. It's like a. It's not a full-sized regular guitar. It's a little bit smaller, but it's bigger than. I think your, it's like 19 frets or something like that. Yeah, like, so they're kind of like the ones you buy at Walmart for yeah, like that well, that's exactly why. who makes it. Because they have, yeah, it's part of the company that I think they're called First Act, and they make the musical instruments that are sold in big box retailers. Oh, and that's what, they, that's what they're counting on for their success. That, you know, if you're going to buy a guitar at Walmart, you might as well just buy the guitar that comes with a game that you can play with it, you know. Uh, so you play That's the guitar. It's smart, actually. I it's mean, smart marketing, but it, it's yeah, going to be I don't know if crap. it'll really work because people, so many people already have Rock Band or Guitar Hero or both. You know, I just, I don't know. Or a real guitar. Yeah, they say they're they say they are going to price it competitively, so we have to imagine it'll be around what a hundred bucks. Yeah. And then you have the people that want a more realistic instrument to play <laughs> Rock Band and Guitar Hero, which it works with. So. Yes. Also, I mean, have they talked about who they're licensing? Uh, when we when we saw the demo that there was a jet in there and three doors down, three doors down was in the, not well, new three doors down. Soul <laughs> kryptonite three you doors had, down. You had me you had me at three doors down. I know. Well, they, <laughs> you had me out the door. They claim they're attracting talent that has uh, been st- uh, staying away from music games so far because they're not realistic enough. But who? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Who who do you want to hear in a music yeah. game that you haven't heard? I know music that you game? haven't heard already. Like, who yeah. hasn't done? I don't it, know. Yeah. Jack White, like people like Jack White, have complained about music games, but he, White Stripes are already in Rock Band. Already, the Rock and so. Tour. Every band yeah. that Jack White has been in has been in Rock Band. Yeah. Maybe they got Led Zeppelin. Maybe they did. I mean, I don't <laughs> that know. That would actually be amazing. That well, be yeah, if they got Led Zeppelin, then it would be over. And even if you only had one Led Zeppelin song, you have to call it the Led Zeppelin edition. And yep. yeah. the, only, yeah. the only developer that would ever get Led Zeppelin is Harmonix. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever getting Led Zeppelin. I think after Beatles Rock Band, they're not going after any high-priced no. like, talent like that. I, I, c- I, I can't even Led imagine Led how much money much. they must have lost on that. Though because I, I remember there were yeah. rumors when when all that was happening about how much they paid for the licensing, like $50 right? Fifty million dollars. Like it was, yeah, there was in the tens of millions of dollars where, where the rumors were bouncing around. I don't know if they even recouped that so at all. Like just the original license, the, let alone the. I death mean, the Beatles' cost. rock band could be an evergreen title where it just keeps moving a a decent amount of of hardware like all the time because yeah. it's the fucking Beatles, right? It could be, but could be, I don't know. I, I, it didn't. It stumbled it came, out. It, 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 came, it came at the at the wrong time. Is the unfortunate yeah. part because I think that music games are starting to get on the decline a little bit, and people are getting worn out of it. And the economy has not really gotten mm. that much better. So, who wants to spend another two hundred dollars or whatever it is to buy all this stuff? Last year was terrible for music games. Yeah. I mean, there were how there were five Guitar yet. Heroes. The yeah, outlook was, though for music games in general is just terrible. Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, it was this. it was all fueled by this casual gamer, right? It was all fueled by the people who. Who bought the Wii? Like Guitar Hero Aerosmith on Wii sold millions and millions of copies. Wait, did it? Oh yeah, 
It was huge, huge on Wii. Huge. It, it caught that that and rode, just rode the wave. I was about but to ask if any band-specific Guitar Hero game has been successful. Mass Guitar Hero Smith made gigantic I, bucks. I assume Metallica was successful. I too. really like Guitar Hero. It was Metallica. not as big. It didn't seem like big. it sold very well though. But but, it but also, either which way, those the, people who bought that Guitar Hero Metallica, there's no way that costs as much as Guitar Hero Rock Band or you know Beatles yeah, Rock yeah. Band. No. So sure I mean that's no. the thing. It's like even if it sells less than Beatles Rock Band, they might have made way more bank. And but it was, still sold way more than Beatles Rock Band. Yeah, they sold way uh, more. That's a, I mean, I like Metallica, but that's a little depressing. Hmm. And I've, I mean, it was just so hard to make because everything that they did. And I went to the Rock Band presentation as well for Interface, and like even Interface stuff, they had to go through and get Apple Core mm-hmm. approval on everything. And then Apple Core asked, "Oh, hey, well, can these menus be animated?" And they said yes, and had to completely redo their camera system and tools. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I went to that thing as well, and I, I, my final thought of that was, man, this costs a lot of money just to make. Yep. Yeah. And then the licensing, there's no way. I don't think they're ever going to recoup the losses on that. But the problem on it is that uh, the problem with the music genre, though, is that it was fueled by the, this casual gamer, like my mom. She she has Guitar Hero. She's not going to go out and buy every Guitar Hero game. She's not going to buy more than yeah. one or two. She has two. That's it. That's all she needs. And you can keep releasing them, and the hardcore people are getting burnt out, and the casual people were never going to keep buying them. The, the problem with Beatles Rock Band is that the people that it was marketing to had already bought, like a you said, like a, a rock band or a guitar hero for like the Wii, like earlier. So like, yeah, my dad, not that he would ever buy any music game, but like he's not certainly not going to buy two of them. Exactly. Right. So if you had already caught him a year ago buying whatever it was, guitar hero, whatever it was, um, you know, when that wave kind of hit and it was really popular. He's not going to then suddenly go, oh, the Beatles, now i got to spend more money. Like, right. this is never going to happen. And this is why I was surprised that Rock Band 3 was announced, like, last week to or the week To absolutely before. no fanfare. But well, it wasn't officially announced, right? It was no, just it like was a conference call. Yeah. They yeah. put out a press release? Yeah, it, it was, it's like a one-paragraph press yeah. release. It was like, yeah. we're going to make That's... an awesome Rock Band game. <laughs> well, it's going a, to revolutionize the music genre. That was a panic press release because Thanks. someone inadvertently spilled the beans at, like, yeah. an investor conference in yeah. Florida. But, but, like, but at the same time... You also had uh, Green Day Rock Band mm-hmm. shown during GDC, and the press release about that, if you may have noticed, did not mention EA. EA oh, really? No, but they've... they've uh, they are they've self-publishing re-si- that. No, they've re-signed with EA. Has EA. that since happened? Yeah. Oh, okay. EA has renewed their agreement with Harmonix. So but uh, apparently no instruments with that one. No, no. It's just going to be a disc. That which is That smart. I'm going to th- wipe my ass with and throw away. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, they don't, they don't, Day, come on. well, they don't make those decisions. They don't pull that out of their ass. Like, Green Day's really popular. It may not be with us. I mean, but. Guitar Hero Metallica came out without instruments. Yeah. And I guarantee you, they could have moved a few Metallica guitars. Oh, Guitar sure. Hero. Yeah. But, but those instruments also cost, that's high production. I'm just honestly. surprised. I mean, after last year, I would think that everybody would learn, would know better than to release two rhythm games, particularly know, Harmonix, yeah. because EA and Harmonix are not stupid. Like, they're not. Activision. Like, Activision was query, like, we are going to sodomize every hole of the music business wow. this year. <laughs> I <laughs> feel dirty now. How many Guitar Hero games came out last year? There was Guitar Metallica, Band yeah. Hero, Guitar Hero 5, Guitar DJ Hero Van Don't Halen. forget the DS version. Yeah. Uh, like, two, were there one or two DS Guitar Heroes Two DS last Guitar year? Hero games, plus DJ Hero, which was good. Yeah. Van Halen. It's, Will we see another DJ Hero? DJ Hero 2 is coming this year, yeah. We know that. Yeah. They've okay. said uh, they they need to release DJ Hero for the people that bought the turntable. Like otherwise, it's like we burned you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, this uh, has been a fun conversation. I know. <laughs> so, in conclusion, the music rhythm genre is dying. Yeah, we also dying fast. Power gig is what it's called? Power, yeah, power gig. gig. Power. Looks really bad. Rise of the Six String, I think, it, is the full oh, title. Oh, that's a great yeah. name. It's, oh, and I want to say, you, you don't fully play guitar in the game. The most you do is uh, like pluck one string at a time or play a power chord, which if you play yeah, guitar... Yeah, they're like arpeggiated like, power chords. Yeah, it's like the, sim- the, the simplest chord you could ever play on the guitar. It's just two notes you play at a time. And that's it all looks you do. like Sounds Killer Instinct characters right. holding instruments. Yeah, you think so? I thought they just looked like Guitar Hero ripoffs. I I thought that they looked worse than Guitar Hero three characters. Well, they did saying Guitar something. Hero worse. And then they're, so, they had the so t- they're a ripoff of a ripoff then. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I thought Guitar Hero three was the originator. That's the originator. Yeah, that came first. Right. Their booth at GDC was terrible. I don't know if you guys saw it, but they had actors. Yeah. They had actors hired oh, to look like actors? a band. I was well, like, who I don't know. Wait, wait, the worst booth at GDC was the. Um, Dead Rising 2 booth where they're handing out the, the there was a Dead Rising 2 booth so it wasn't called Dead Rising it's what Zombrex or whatever it's like their viral it's their, it's their viral marketing thing yeah. so they basically have like somebody dressed as a nurse and they like pretend to give you a shot and then they stick like a bandaid on you is viral marketing a pun in this situation <laughs> yes oh. <laughs> well I didn't want to call it anal marketing whoa I'd like to hear more about that <laughs> I, know, I know you would say but I know you would <laughs> Uh, power gig. I I mean, power gig could be okay, but it doesn't. Hmm. Like the idea is sound, it's, but the execution seems lacking. Yeah, it's ballsy to br- try to bring out a new full band game now. Because you know, there's going to be the Guitar game. Hero Six this year. Like they haven't officially yeah, announced sure, it, sure but they have be. said there will be a Guitar Hero Six this year. Of course there will. And seven and an eight. Yeah, all this year. All this year. Yeah. Right, yeah. Moving on to reader mail. Uh, Marcello Ferreira has been writing in to the Three Red Lights. Several times a week. I'd say probably four times a week for Dude, about for about six months. You need to get a hobby. Is this your first time ever reading his email? We we teased him last week because he had been writing in this giant essay. You're bad people. And and I told him you need to tighten this up because we're not reading an essay. <laughs> you gave him the email equivalent of two long didn't read. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so he he wrote in four more times with this with the same cut and paste email question. Now tighter than an Asian pussy, he says. <laughs> if games are going to cling to this presentation of being art, then they must be compared to... I mean, I know that we're, like, not censored anymore, <laughs> but come on. I'm just reading what Marcello wrote. Yeah, that's, okay. not, I, that's not... That's not IGN. We, that's not IGN. Right. You want me to... Right. Continue, no, How could you do. not continue? Please do. If games Explicit. are going to cling to this <laughs> pretension of being art, then they must be compared to, quote, great art or didactic and thought-provoking work in other mediums. They don't favor well, to say the least. I think there's an incredible potential for video games because they are the bridge between the hot and cool mediums. My question is, any has, is if any game really made you think about something, caused some sort of thought to occur, or taught you something. To me, art is a tool for learning, not for escapist bullshit. With regards, Marcello Ferreira. Well, first of all, I mean... Malapropism, malapropism, malapropism. But first of all, I mean, the very purpose, like, the definition of art is, like, a human yeah. concept anyway. So we define what yeah, art is exactly. for ourselves. But, like, are you saying, then, that there is no way that an artist can actually create art to be against all of these things that you suggest that art has to be? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, to me, it's, like, one of the things that art would do, actually, would be to create something that wouldn't make you think. And that, itself, mm-hmm. would be considered That's the art. That's so, it's, it's so amazing, because it doesn't make you think. It doesn't make you feel. If this This is, like, bullshit. This whole argument of like our games art who fucking cares just play them and enjoy them like uh, this whole thing that we you need to get respect from like anderson cooper like who cares <laughs> like like why anderson why, cooper why, is a very nice man well sure but, 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 but why 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 do you think that having some 
buddy actually say like this is art suddenly validates you spending all your time in your mom's basement yeah doesn't just be satisfied with what you do with your life you don't have to have somebody else justify it yeah you don't need a uh, roger ebert's approval to enjoy yeah. your games yeah frank and by the way roger ebert's movie is a piece of shit so I mean, <laughs> it's a delightful piece of shit with a lot of boobs <laughs> it does have a lot of boobs what movie is this? Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? Oh, yep. yes, yes, yes. I forgot about that. All right, moving on. Plus, I'm going to say right now that uh, the Bedazzler game is, in fact, a work of art. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It'll, make you, it'll make you feel. Especially because right think. now, all we have is concept art. Exactly. <laughs> so it is, in fact, a, literally a piece of art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a slightly serious response vein, I thought Lucidity last year did some interesting things as far as, like, <clears throat> Dealing with story and emotion in what, the story. What it did not do was uh, make the player have fun. I I enjoyed Lucidity, <laughs> but yeah, there is a pretty brutal difficulty curve about five levels in. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it just didn't ever grab me. You just like, didn't get it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, it like was people, over my head. But it's like yeah. people who say, "Oh, well, like flowers, like is art as art." I'm like, "Why? Because it doesn't have gameplay in it." <laughs> like that, I I just don't Yikes. understand the the need to. What well, I think flower is fine, but people automatically say, "Oh, that's art because it's not a game." I mean, that's essentially what they're saying. Same with no, that's flow. Flow I think. too. They're, they're the same. Similar. Same but, yeah. company. And then, you know, and then people say, like, Braid is art because it's pretentious. I'm like, okay, yes, Braid is definitely pretentious, but it's still just a game. I mean, but, yeah, I, I mean, have games, is the question, have games ever made you feel anything or think about stuff? Well, of course they have. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, that's a dangerous question to ask because then you have people writing in about Final Fantasy VII. Well, yeah. I thought about boobs a lot while playing Dante's Inferno. Hey, you know, I mean, they get a lot of crap for it, for what they do, but I think the guys at Rockstar <clears throat> doing GTA stuff do... Some of the best social commentary they do. They do. Yep. out there. I mean, you just listen very, to that dialogue. Those are very subversive very, games. Yeah, and they're very tuned into the culture at the moment. Mm. So I don't know. I would I would say their games are artistic in a odd sort of way. I haven't finished a Grand Theft Auto since the first one. Like Grand Theft Auto One? Yes, like wow. top down. Wow. 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 Grand Theft Auto One. All right. Uh, Jeffrey writes in. Good evening, gentlemen. I recently heard that on March 30th, Modern Warfare 2 will see some DLC. Do you know anything about this, and do you think it will be any good? Uh, this is the, yes. the maps, right? This it's, is the stimulus is pack. Apparently, out. when they said stimulus, they meant they are stimulating Activision's bottom line. Yeah. Because it's going to be 15 bucks for, for a map pack. Five maps, and two of them are old, right? Yes, yep. remakes. Yeah. It's a pretty small download. It's like 300, 300 megabytes or something like that. People are apparently pretty fairly upset about this. So, so as well, I somebody, mean, with good reason. Yeah, it, it, it's pricey. I, yeah. I think the unfortunate part is that we've seen from the World at War uh, maps selling over a million copies apiece that people are still going to buy them. Were those the stars? The World at War ones were they had three maps plus a zombie map, yep. and they were ten bucks. So you got four things for ten bucks. The value proposition doesn't seem very good. No, it doesn't. I mean, it's the yes, they can probably get that much from a fair amount of people. And you know what? If I want to play the two maps from from Modern Warfare One, I'll just put that disc back in because I'm going to go go ahead and go out on a limb here and say a lot of people still have it. <laughs> I'll be playing my new Bad Company two maps right. on March 30th. Thank you very much. Which are free. Yes. Well, I'm, if I'm, you bought the game. Kinda, I mean, that's pretty disingenuous of them to compare that because they're basically just unlocking modes on existing maps. But I yeah. mean, I still prefer Bad Company 2 to Modern Warfare 2. 
It's a different kind of game. It is a very different kind of game. Where people play together instead of being douchebags. If you have friends, otherwise, yeah, if then you don't it just sucks. That game battle. sucks. Yeah, Bad Company 2 is it actually god awful. I love the game. If, no, no. If, if you don't have friends. If you can't get the right group of people. Friends, um, if you can't get the right group. Of, if you get in the wrong group of people, that game sucks. It just does. Because you end up walking totally around outside. Agree. And some assholes will be up above circling a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Just like machine well, gunning you down. And where you're they'll like, both come over to your base and steal your helicopter. Yeah. And just run the map that way. Yeah, that sucks. But, uh, but when you get with a good group of friends, it's awesome. Did you that read the, awesome. the thing from Tom Chick yesterday about the sniper cop? No. So a lot of people play recon in that game and just hang back and don't do shit. Yeah. And they should be moving forward because you are not a sniper. You are recon. So his solution is, as any other class, you take the uh, tracer dart. And when you see one on your team, you just shoot him in the face with it so that the other team can see him. <laughs> nice. And, and his, his hypothesis was that it would get them to move, and eventually they did. They started moving forward after sending him several messages talking about how he likes people of the same sex. But, uh, Which could be true. Comes. We don't know. Not, no, not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, he, yeah, he could very well enjoy the company of men when he's not writing for The Office. But sniper cops, we need more. That's cool. But yeah, that game is awesome when with you're playing friends. with friends. Agreed. It's really awesome when you're playing with friends. When you go on there and hop on alone and get on a team that sucks, the game could not be less fun. You just need to nerf the mortars and the helicopters. Yep. Anyway. But I will say, I think I agree with you, though, when you said uh, playing Bad Company 2 single-player made me greatly appreciate Modern Warfare 2 single-player. Because like, I've I bagged on that single-player a lot, but I have to say it's definitely better than... Oh, Bad Company man. 2 single-player is, is, is good. good. It's but just not great. I, it's not, it's not a, it's, it actually made me appreciate Modern Warfare 2 more. Hmm. All right, man. Modern Warfare 2 is the worst single-player campaign I think I've played in a shooter in longer than I can remember. Sir. Really? Longer? Really? Like, so obviously you didn't play... Um, Rogue Warrior. <laughs> are, are, okay, really? You're gonna compare? Rogue, you're gonna bring Rogue Warrior into this conversation? Well, you said in a long time. Yeah, you said in a long time. I mean, that's that. That's actually the same time. So. Okay. A. I'm pretty sure I blocked Rogue Warrior out. <laughs> B. Much like you argue with Flower, I don't know that that's a game. What about uh, Conflict Denied Ops? Did you play that game? <laughs> or Darkest of Days. I did play Conflict uh, what Denied was Ops. The, what's the, was that one? Was that Conflict one where you go back in time and you kill all the dinosaurs? Oh, Jurassic the Hunted. Yeah, Jurassic the Hunted. I hear that one's actually got some entertainment value, but <laughs> Conflict of Night Ops is the only Xbox 360 game I have thrown away. Wow. A game is abysmal. I overrated it at a 4.0, I believe. I'm looking back on it, I'm like, but wow. But we're talking about games, but, 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 but not abortions. Rainy Woods. Oh, oh that <laughs> deadly premonition game is yeah. awful. But I, I will say, I mean, I think part of the, the stuff against Modern Warfare 2 single player is that Call of Duty 4 single player is so good and so much better than Modern Warfare 2 that it's like the comparison is directly against those two and like yeah. compared yeah Modern Warfare 1 is far superior to well, Modern Warfare that's 2 that's one of my favorite but... single player uh, first person shooters of all time and also Modern Warfare 2 has literally the single less single worst level that Infinity Ward has ever put in a game which would be the the favela Oh, that level is really frustrating. Which one is it? Uh, the That's one a, in Brazil where you've got all the every, Everybody's like running uh, on the roofs and yeah. stuff like that, and you just can't tell where you're getting shot sometimes. Yeah. That's the first Modern War. That's the first Infinity War Call of Duty game I haven't finished on Veteran. They had some. Oh yeah, on Veteran you can because I just have you. no interest whatsoever. Because they, they had similar it. problems with the Call of Duty Four on Veteran, where where they just had these giant uh, difficulty spikes. Like well, the, yeah, the hardest part, and I mean, other than. The end on the airplane. The hardest part in uh, Call of Duty 4 is actually pretty early on when you get to the radio tower. Mm. I think even just on like regular, I still think oh, that was the hardest part of the game. The, because in the, in the 
network office for yeah, some of exactly. the TVs. Yeah, that part That sucks. part is freaking. And like when you get that, 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 that is. And there's and it's a spike because you get past that part and it's pretty much smooth but sailing until towards, you get to towards, the end of the sniper mission. Yeah, exactly. Well, there, and then there's that one part where you're in the barn and the area in front of you is being shelled and there's all the Russians pouring oh, for yeah. you. You're trying yeah. to get to a helicopter or something. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we got any time for one more or something? We got we got some time, a little bit of time here. Um, so Mike Wallace says, "Hey guys, I'm Mike. <laughs> Been listening to the podcast since the seventh episode. I remember listening to it while studying for my my calculus test. Ooh. Just wanted to let you all know that I'm loving the podcast. Also had a few questions. Feel free not to answer specific ones on the podcast. One, okay. what is Dave slash David Clayman's name? Don't Dave answer or what? David." <laughs> Two. Feel free not to answer that one. Yeah, we're not going to answer that one. Bianca. Two, <laughs> your pick for game of the year 2009. And finally, three, what do each of you guys bench? Please use this question on the podcast. I'm trying to get my younger brother interested in it. Thanks, guys. My wait, 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 wait. P.S. No, Charles, no, can I call you Charlie? Wait, I have a question. Knowing what somebody benches is going to interest your brother? Your brother's going to be like, oh. Damon benches 150. I'm definitely listening to that podcast. <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah. Like, oh, well, maybe his brother will yeah, listen. <laughs> I there, bench. There, what do you bench? I, I, don't, I don't bench. I, I use, like, 25-pound weights to do side lifts and curls and shit, but I don't bench. Uh, Damon, how much does your mom weigh? <laughs> that's, that's about I know that's how much I know how much I bench <laughs> I, I bench that's Damon good, while good. he's benching 150. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Picture that. Wait, what is this guy? Is this guy Mike Wallace? Uh, his name is Mike. Mike. Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace. These are the worst questions I've ever had seen sent into this <laughs> podcast ever. So congratulations. Congrats. I don't know about ever. We've got some. We've That's got some pretty doozies. bad. I mean, it's just a waste. They're not bad. They're just you. You have a chance to ask three questions, and when you ask our pick for game of the year, we already picked that, and yep. we're in March. Come on. You yeah. used we're, up we're some of the internet to send that email. Yeah. <laughs> you might not know. We're never going to get that internet back. <laughs> what calling. is David Clayman's name? Uh, it's David Clayman. Uh, and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah, what do you bench press? Uh, Bronson Carver, TRL Superfan, says, Recently, I have come to the realization that I can record my farts and send them to other people on Xbox Live. <laughs> Farting the main riffs from sure classic rock songs Rebel is FM getting old right for me. What creative ways to send farts to other people can you think of? In a Rickroll? I think it really, Natal, is going to be a whole new explosion of, of, of fart possibilities. So... I, I can tell you right now, uh, this has nothing to do with an Xbox system, but, you know, you go to the grocery store, right, and they have those, like, 50-cent little things that come in the little uh, bubble, bubbles, you know, the yep, little yep. toys that come in the little, capsules. Yeah. little yeah. capsules. So take the toy out of the capsule, right, close the capsule up, mail it to your friend. He's going to open it up and be like, what the hell? And then you message him, I farted in that. <laughs> That's a great way to send a fart. I can tell you that right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> What else can you tell us about farts? <laughs> uh, I've studied farts for a long time. <laughs> that microphone you're using? Oh. Fart it <laughs> yeah. It's, it's actually far better just to tell people about your farts than to actually do any farting. Mm. Yeah, I would There's agree no risk. Like if I saw Damon at our little Starbucks machine making coffee and yeah. he started sipping it and I said, oh, how's that? I farted in oh, yeah, I, far, I farted in that. There's no risk of slippage when you're just talking about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Sean Parker writes in, Hey, conquistadors. Spelled that one a little bit wrong. I don't know what the hell that means, or if you're still explicit, what the F number at sign star explanation point that means. I got a question for Charles. How the hell can't get... How the hell 
can't that new PC of yours fully max out Crisis? What's the specs, man? More importantly, what's the deal, man? Also, did you play Subcom 2 for Xbox? Probably bro- probably broken, but whatever. You screened these emails, huh? <clears throat> is, I don't know. is Subcom 2 coming to Xbox? Yeah, it, it is. So... Yeah. A couple weeks from now, end of March. I'm just hoping it's not a disaster that Supreme Commander One was on Xbox. Yeah, yeah, that I'd, was actually, bad. I'd actually like um, to play that game. Gas Powered Games is making it. So for it's Xbox not, 360. It's not just uh, last time; it was just ported by uh, right. Asus. Uh, I'm pretty. I mean, we. I've there was an interview on Team Xbox with with uh, Chris from Gas Powered Games about the 360 controls. He seemed familiar, mm-hmm. so maybe he visited their offices this time. The last, the last Supreme Commander on Xbox had some major problems. The last yeah. Supreme Commander on PC had some major problems. I like that game on the PC. First one. The mm-hmm. multiplayer, the not the single player. Yeah, yeah. Supreme exactly. Commander campaign is like the most boring RTS campaign I've ever played. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Joseph Woodhull says, thanks, douches. Hmm, you're welcome. The week that you bring Nate back is the week that <laughs> after six years with a launch system, I finally get three red lights. I blame this solely on Nate's existence. I completely concur. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we're yes, not gonna, absolutely, yeah. it's Nate's fault. I would actually probably sue him. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Um, TJ Killa One says, "What happened? Why do they have to push on the wait? Most of us have been waiting for a while. I've been waiting since last year. So what happened to the game that they have to push it so far ahead?" Arthur, can you respond to this one? Not with anything appropriate, even for an explicit podcast. TJ Killa sounds like a character from uh, Sweet Burger. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't want to announce it here. <laughs> we're, I think we're maybe going to save it for Game Scoop. But, okay. yes, uh, Ryan Geddes and I are working on a new game. Uh, it's called Sweet Killa, or It's called Sweet Burger, yeah. colon, one bad mother, exclamation point. That's the full title. It's coming in spring 2011. Look for it. I like that he, he spelled haft correctly, but it was like axe haft or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> That's... It's a word. It is a word. That's certainly there are words in this email. Yep. <laughs> but I do, I do believe that TJ Killa is actually a pimp in Sweet Burger. Yeah. TJ Killa. Uh, Frank Venditti w- wants to know about the uh, the Levi Charles <laughs> paradox. He wants to know if paradox? Levi if Levi Buchanan is just Charles Onyet in slow motion. Van <laughs> 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 yeah. I never thought of it that way, but that seems that pretty. Actually, it seems accurate. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Uh, Michael, I, Damon, I would say you know Levi better than any of us. Would you say? I do. That? I know him intimately. Do you think Ooh, that if sounds you explicit. if you changed uh, if you upped uh, Levi's RPMs, would he be Charles? I think that if you got like if you gave him like a Red Bull, he okay. might start like yeah coming up to Charles speed, <laughs> which is what blazing. Happens if, <laughs> if you give Charles a Red Bull, I don't know. Then, he might become Dave. Maybe, he'd become a uh, Jace Hall. Oh. Whoa. Right, Who's that's... a super player? I don't yeah. know if you guys oh, have heard. Don't get that song stuck in my head. <laughs> Michael writes in about Project Natal. I do not think it's fair to people that are disabled and can't stand and don't feel like standing. Will Natal-based games still be able to use a controller? Some people probably can't even afford it or think it's a waste of money. I don't think not feeling like standing makes you disabled. but (laughs) I don't don't think so either. I don't feel like standing. Can I say something politically incorrect? Of course. Uh, Sure. As soon as they release a version of basketball that doesn't require you to use your arms and legs, that's when Natal will be fair. I mean, there, just, yeah, there, there are, are games that you can't play, like, yeah. flat out. There, like, I mean, blind, I can understand, but this... 
Dave Clayton is colorblind, and that's and he still gave MVP 2005 a great score, the, despite the fact that it flashes colors to tell you what type of pitch is coming at you. He was like, <laughs> does it at least <laughs> orient to one side of the screen or something? I mean, a lot of designers are are starting yeah. to design toward that. But uh, but I also say that I mean, one of the things like I had brought up, uh, hey, I'm not gonna, I don't play racing games standing up, and somebody said, well, you can play it sitting down. Yeah. So I don't. They're they're. We don't. We haven't. Like, let's be fair. We have not actually seen real Natal. We've just seen very controlled demos. And, and so you know, we don't know. We don't know if there are actually going to be alternatives to playing some games, and that they might allow you to sit down. And just to talk about uh, disabled gamers a little bit, I think Natal. Although some people won't be able to play all the games, I think it's also going to open up a new realm of gaming to some people who can't actually handle a controller. It, that some people are disabled in ways that they could play Natal, but they cannot play a normal 360 controller. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome for them. You know, I mean, you don't get every single option if it's in some cases. So I think that's cool. Damon, word. I'm interested, very interested to see what Natal is like. I mean, I think it has certain possibilities. Uh, I still don't want to play games standing up, like yeah. most of us don't. So, but you don't feel disabled because you don't want to stand. <laughs> no, I do. I have a a, a handicap sign on my uh, scooter because no. I don't feel like standing up, so yeah. I'm disabled. <laughs> not only not only do I not want to stand up, I I want to hold a controller. So. Yes. I just want to go through my Netflix queue like Minority Report. That I like. Okay, that really? I, that's I like all that. I, I, wanna, no, I don't want to do that. I, I want, want voice. the voice recognition. Yeah, yeah, I want to be able well, to say a... load Netflix. Yeah. Watch Minority Report. And then I'll be like, oh, you can't this browse sucks. stuff that way. Like, I, oh. how, how would you browse? Like, like I don't know what up. I want to watch. Well, like, up, like up, I say, up, I, like I say, up, I, I, I could be like action movies. <laughs> yeah, or I say yeah. Charlie Sheen. I love Charlie Sheen yeah, movies. Right. Two good. and a Half Men. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. Or I could maybe it's just like the type of content. I would like brief nudity. Yeah. By the way, there's never the warning of. Lots of nudity, right? It's always like brief nudity. It's never like tons of tits. Oh, I gotta check that. That should be a PSRB. Tons of tits. That should be one of their official Now They can put that in God of War 3. How come there aren't any more Xbox games where you just get to have sex with people? You know what I love? So the ESRB has specific descriptors that they use. You know, they they don't go outside the box, they've got a list. But the the, uh, MPAA goes crazy. You know, like for movies, they'll just make up descriptions. So you get ones like <laughs> extreme zombie violence. Yeah, and you're like, like, man, extreme vo- zombie I'm violence. I'm excited this trailer hasn't even started yeah, yet. Yeah, that's awesome. It's better than normal zombie violence. Yeah. They need to start doing that with the ESRB. Yeah, they should. My favorite, though, is you can't, there's like almost no movies that don't have like adult content. Like, as yeah. I said, is one of the things. What is, that is the broadest term that they could possibly adult come up content, with. Yeah. Adult content. That way, just in case you're offended by anything, well, we did warn you there was adult content. They don't use content. the word candy. They spell it. C-A-N-D-Y. It's adult content. Yep. It's for adults only. <laughs> is that, that's what they're talking about, right? I think so, yeah. That's what it is. All right, then. All right. We're done. I think that's about it. Goodbye. You're welcome. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. 
and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.